Hello. Hi. And welcome to the Houstonish Podcast, your weekly dose of Houston history, news and events, and sometimes guests. We're, We're all, all about Houston. Today we'll be talking to Ruby, owner of Texas Salsa Congress and maestro of Latin Beats. We will also be giving you that weekly dose of Houston events, news, and history. All right, guys. Well, we have Ruby here with us today from Texas Salsa Congress. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you so much. Whoop, whoop. And for people that don't know you, Ruby, uh, what can they call you? Ru- Miss Ruby? Miss Salsa? Ruby. Miss Ruby. <laughs> I'm going to call you Miss Ruby Salsa. <laughs> uh, salsa Ruby. Salsa Ruby. I think a lot of people call me Salsa Ruby. Salsa Ruby. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, how did little uh, Salsa Ruby uh do when she was little was she always into salsa or is it something mm-hmm. that happened much later oh it talk happened. about us when you're growing up i feel like i need a couch you need a couch <laughs> i'm not just kidding just kidding tell me where it started <laughs> tell me where this love for salsa started uh, actually growing up in Northside, i didn't have salsa yeah it was a, I, I, and, and i tell this story and it's for those of that are my friends they've heard this story so many times but i didn't know that i wasn't mexican until like I was six or seven mm. and I was in a ballet folklorico group. Oh, and fun. I remember telling my mom, I was just like, you know, she needed to do these trenzas on me. And mm-hmm. they, for the dance that I was dancing, there was ribbons required and I'm tender headed. So I forgot to tell her. And when it was time for me to like, go, I was like, Oh, you forgot the ribbon. And she's like, I know she's like, me eres Mexicana. And then I was like, I'm not Mexican. And she's like, no. And I was like, well, what am I? And my world came to, like, a crashing. And I was like, what? And I remember this. It's like, I don't remember stuff that happened yesterday, but I remember that moment. Right. And I remember sitting, like, on on the floor. And she said, no, you're, eres guatamanteca in Puerto Riqueña. And I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. And I remember dancing that that day and behind the curtains going, I'm not even, they're going to know. They're going to know. And I just remember fanning my little dress going there. I'm not Mexican. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody judge me. I'm a monster. Everybody look away. <laughs> so with that being said, I grew up in Northside with a lot of house parties, barbecues, getting together, La Pulga, mm-hmm. um, quinceañeras, and a lot of cumbia in my life. A yeah. lot of conjunto tejano music. So salsa didn't come until way, way much later. And what was, uh, so you said you went to a lot of uh, barbecues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Growing up, it was like some of the like more exciting events that you would get to go to besides, you know, your usual barbecues and whatnot. Man, my mom was really strict with me. Oh. So, and that was just because my brothers and sisters, they messed it up. They for screwed me. it all they up. Screwed up. I was the youngest, so they screwed it all up. <laughs> and then she was already smart by then. Like, she was like, already, I know, I know that. all, I know all the, the tricks. tricks. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, I, I d- it's funny when I say this now, but the one place she used to let me go was the library. And I love, and she didn't care if I went to the library. She's like, yeah, you can go to the library. I love that. I know. Mm -hmm. And I love books now to this day. I mean, if, if I have a Saturday off and not doing anything, you'll catch me at a bookstore or a coffee shop. I love that. You're like, I'm not trying to party hard. I want to go to the library. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, call out a a bookstore that's still uh, popping where you like to go. Well, that's the sad thing is I order a lot of my books online and then I just go to the bookstores. I go to the bookstores to do like recon and like, research mm-hmm. and go whatever i'm gonna cut or i'll go to like half price books and yeah. i'll find it there and stuff we so gotta be yeah. savvy shoppers yeah. right you have to be can't afford to be buying all the books i know i wish yeah. bookstores were open late at night or had like wine places like in there mm-hmm. late at night oh that would be sweet i would rather have a guy say can i buy you a book instead of like 
Ah, okay. yeah. Don't take me to a bar. Take me to a bookstore. Exactly. <laughs> hey, maybe we can create that. We can have a little. Oh, I'll give you credit. There you go. That's a good idea. It's coming up. Books and salsa. Books and salsa. Books, salsa, wine. Yeah. Get your read on. Your dance on. Oh, what did they used to say when I was in middle school? Get your Mac on. Yeah, I hated mind. that. But well, wasn't that wasn't that more like um uh like rapping to somebody? You're not rapping, not. No, I thought that was like when you were flirting. Yeah, yeah, yeah flirting. flirting. Well, isn't that what, well, that's okay. Rapping is the '70s term or whatever. Okay, girl, <laughs> you went way back. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, so the library, I like that. I like that. That was one of the things that you enjoyed to do. Love also, it. in Houston, it being so hot, oh. I would think that that would be like a blessing. Like, oh, hey, yeah. your mom's like, you know what, you want to go do something? Go to the library, go cool off, oh, and. No. <laughs> Because I know my house, I, I know even my house, mom would be like, we're going to put the air on, but you Just better not the, touch it. Yes. <laughs> and and, right, and don't be going in and out. Right. Close the door. Close <laughs> the door. Yeah, keep that door closed. <laughs> and then I know that, that we're just going to turn it on yeah. at night. We're just yes. going to, oh my gosh, uh-huh. yeah. So <laughs> The struggle was real for us. I went to the library uh, at downtown for the first time. Oh, so beautiful. Oh, man. In years. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, the first thing I thought was, this is a cool place. It's like literally, really nice. like nice and cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like nice and cool cool place i was like why why don't i do this more often so that's something that's something there so your love of books must have probably i would assume push you further into pursuing a higher education after you finish school that and just wanting to get out of north side and get out of home Mm. (laughs) i always tell that to everybody i was like no i I didn't i just i wanted to get out of the house you wanted to get out Mm -hmm. i just wanted to see what was outside of like 610 Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) <laughs> I can I can see that. What yeah. uh, what part of Northside? So literally on off of Irvington between Tidwell and Barry. Oh, like okay, man, that's mm-hmm. really close to me. Without trying to give away where exactly yeah. I live, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to tell anybody oh, exactly where. You're mm-hmm. right there by the uh, what's the tortilla place? Alamo. Alamo, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right by Alamo. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Alamo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> they should. We could do our. We could be doing our. Podcast. Believe me, I love tortillas. <laughs> Inside of Alamo, <laughs> and I'll say it correctly. I won't say tortillas. <laughs> I love it too. I love it too. They got good tamales there too. Yeah, and the panaderia yes. on the side. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite place to go get a, a bite to eat when you were growing up? Besides inside your house, I'm sure your mom was. But in. that's what I was gonna say. Like growing up, you just really ate at home. Yeah. You didn't really go out to eat. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't called. That was like a, ridiculous in my yeah. house to go get food somewhere. Yeah. You had to pay. Excuse me, exactly. <laughs> you better go into that kitchen and figure it out. My dad would always say, "If you're really hungry, you'll eat yeah, whatever's exactly. in there." But dad, all we got is crackers. Are you hungry? Uh-huh. They're like, "Can you eat them?" Yeah. <laughs> so if you were eating at home, shout out like- to all the parents that. Uh- Made us resilient. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My parents sure got me ready for that ramen and peanut butter and jelly. I was like, I sure am hungry. Damn, that peanut butter looks delicious. Mm-hmm. What was one of your like favorite dishes then when you were growing oh, up? Oh, man. It was funny because my mom, growing up from Guatemala, she went to New Orleans first. Hmm. And she stayed in New Orleans for a really long time. And then they moved to Houston like right before I was born. So could have been a whole other story for me. I could have been from New Orleans. Um, <laughs> but so she had like a different, she had like a variety of things that she could cook. But one of the things that's also funny again is I remember going to a friend's house and I remember coming back home and t- telling my mom, she's like, Ma, their rice is orange. Mm. And she's like, what? I was like, yes, it's orange rice. And then she was like, well, that's how Mexicans cook their rice. And I was like, oh, this was so weird. It was orange. <laughs> 
You know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I first met my mother in law, I judged her on her rice. What? Because I looked at it and I was like, mm mm. What was it? It's not red or orange enough, man. <laughs> like it's too light. It's too light. I mean, I didn't say it out loud, but I just looked at the dish like, what is this? It was that close. You were like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. secretly. You, you, you forgot some uh, consomate or whatever it is that you put in there. I don't even know. What color? What color is the rice that, that oh, you white. Were, just white? White and black beans. Dang! What? Oh wow! But not just regular white. It was like a lot of garlic and cheese to put onion in the middle, and Ooh, it was just delicious. It was so good. It was no tomato. Like, no tomato. No tomato. Mm-mm. Get it right, no Houston. Color. Get it right, Houston. <laughs> but now I love all colors of rice. Now I love all colors of rice. <laughs> we are uh, all equally loving rice group here. We like your dark rice, your your light rice, your red I rice. I even like it burnt a little bit on the, the bottom. She likes it a little bit burnt at the bottom. She likes it all. So, so is, there, is this is this it from Sasa? <laughs> hey, we we do that. We do that. So you went to you left Houston, right? Where did you go to school? UT Austin. UT Austin. Mm-hmm. Hook'em horns. Hook'em horns. And the funny thing is, and I feel like I'm really sharing everything with you guys in a very condensed version. My mom used to clean buildings after work, after school. So I used to go with her, and there was this one office. It was a corner office, and I mean, even as a little kid, you kind of. I knew it was somebody really important. It was like the boss mm-hmm. because it was like the biggest office in that, in, in the building. And they had a corner office and it was all glass. And on the thing on the top was their degree from UT Austin. Huh. So when I became like a junior senior and they were like, you want to go to school? I was like, yeah. I was like, I want to go to the one with the longhorn. Mm. I didn't even know where Austin was. <laughs> I didn't know anything. That's wow. awesome. <laughs> I just said, that's where I want to go. And so you made it happen. Yeah, it's kind that's of crazy. awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love that you see it and you just make it happen. I have no ideas what happened. I just said that's where I want to go. You're like, I want that corner office. Yes, <laughs> I want what he has. <laughs> what did you once you were there at, at Austin? Because I'm sure uh, culture shock, culture shock. I would yeah. think, right? I think a lot yeah. of people that are that aren't from Texas, mm-hmm. they think that we're the same mm-hmm. across the entire. Yeah, you no. know, we're all riding horses, <laughs> wearing cowboy hats, mm-hmm. and. So, so tell us a little bit about that. How how different was it? I think there was twofold from the just from the culture shock, and then also the socioeconomic shock. That's when I realized, like, oh, maybe I was poor growing up. I didn't really know because you don't really know. Everybody's like it's relative to your friends, and everybody has what you have, and it's there that you realize, like, oh, I saw all these like. Porsche and BMWs and I was like, yeah, that's like, interesting. These are college students? Yeah. What? We're <laughs> like trying to live off my financial aid. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive over oh, there, man. Like, <laughs> what were you missing while you were over there? Oh, man. It's funny that you say that because I think the first couple of months I didn't miss anything. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm free. Yeah. And, but then also that's when, just going back to the AC, I was super cold. My first, and I remember telling my roommate, like, it's really cold in here. She's like, really? I was like, yeah, but it was funny, but I, I didn't want to tell her. I was like, I don't really grow up with a bunch of AC and stuff, you know, kind of like window units. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um. You used that hot fan air. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just missed the food, just missed the closeness, just, you know, the neighborhood. Everything that you wanted to run from, then you want to go back to. Right. Isn't so that funny? crazy? Isn't that yeah. funny? Ugh. <sighs> Like, especially, like, with family and stuff, too. You're like, I have seen you guys for my whole life. I'm out of here. But when you're out of town and you're living out there, all you want to do is go back home and, like, 
visit, yeah. you know, like not all you want to do, but yeah. Nah, man, not me. <laughs> I'm good. I'll do like a hello, goodbye. <laughs> well, see, you, haven't, well, you haven't left. You know, yeah, you that's true. That's yeah. true. You haven't that's left true. and like been gone for a few years and Mm-mm. not had your family. The longest like, I've right ever there. been away from Houston was um, the Carnival Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> That was, like, probably the longest I've ever been away from Houston. I think that was a week. And the shit comes back, I've been seeing Houston. I was like, oh, y'all making the Houston podcast. Oh, man. I was like, wow, nothing changed at all while I was gone. All right. So there was, like, 290 still not built. It's nothing. Nothing's changed. I left y'all for a whole seven days, and nothing's been fixed around here. All right. So you graduated uh, from UT, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like every time I say UT, I have to say, what do you say? Hookum, hookum, hookum horns, yeah. hookum horns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mine was an alligator, so I don't got any of that. <laughs> snap, snap. <laughs> did y'all do it like this, or what did y'all snap, do? Snap, 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 snap. Every time when people were like, "What's your mascot?" Because you know, talking about that about other people that have wealth. Yeah. Whenever they would ask me, "What school did you graduate from?" I would always be kind of embarrassed to say because mm. there would be that discussion. What was your school mascot, and you know, how was it at this? That the I don't want to say the quad, but you know, whatever. And I'd be yeah. like, "Man, I was at U of H downtown, like." <laughs> alligators like bayou you know what i mean the bayou gators the bayou gators i don't know but anyway so you graduated hd is on the come up BHD's it really is it really you know, is you seen all the buildings now there's no. like five or something build different buildings and I, I, talks about having a dorm there and wow it's on the come up i'm gonna have to I go back it. she's I gonna go it. live <laughs> in the dorm i'm gonna go live in the dorm probably be cheaper than having mortgage but anyway like i'll be like husband you can stay home and just get that financial aid in order, okay? <laughs> I do. You know, I got to say, like, I have – I was telling my dad about this. I have $200 left to pay off still for my financial aid. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm you're almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Just get that done. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. But I don't even want to talk about that negative part about school because I, I could go on about that forever. But you graduated, and did the salsa start then? I'm like, let's get to the salsa. You're like, I'm like, sweet. <laughs> she just wants to dance. I just want to dance, and I just want to dance. I can't dance, so we'll talk about that soon too. But uh, I'm like, show me some moves. I'm desperate. Can dance, everybody. If you can walk, you can dance. That's my philosophy. Uh, well, I tend to trip on things quite often, so <laughs> the jury is still out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like with you, I'm in good hands. You can make it happen. You can. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm in good hands. So I graduated and I stayed working at UT for a while, and um, not a while, but for a few years. And um, then I got the greatest job offer. They said we want you to move to Houston and go help students. First gen students go to college at UT Austin. Oh, <sighs> sweet! Oh, that sounds so rewarding. Yeah. I feel like rewarding, but I feel like also quite emotional. It was. They gave me Northside, mm. and so uh-huh. I got to go back to my neighborhood. I mean, it was it was amazing, and I got to go to not just Northside. The funny part is when I came back, I hadn't. This is so. I'm, I have a lot of like stereotypical situations, so. I didn't know how to drive because my mom never wanted me to drive. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to drive f- to get this job because I had been in Austin. You don't need a car in Austin. Mm-hmm. You really don't. Mm-mm. And so I already had been working and I was just taking the bus to and from the campus. And so I get this job. I have to learn how to drive. I have to learn Houston mm-hmm. outside of where I grew up because I had been gone for so long, come back, and it did change. Like there was all kinds of changes. And then 
to to then witness like wow like there's so much need for these students mm -hmm. i mean i only knew my neighborhood and i was going back to all of these neighborhoods so it was exciting rewarding and a lot of work at the same time and while i was there i ended up joining this gym that had like this like latin kind of it was, it was pretty much zumba uh -huh. when you think about it and mm -hmm. i remember some people were like hey we're gonna go out and this was way pro probably before y'all's time. They were like, we're going to go to Cristal. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Sounds yeah, fancy. I know. It wasn't. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't? That's so, what I thought, too. Oh. <laughs> Ruby was like, sign me up. Sorry <laughs> to anybody who loves Cristal. Um, <laughs> it was in the southwest side off of Hillcroft. It was in the corner. And I remember it was like a, it was like a movie. Like, you walk in there and it was like... Everybody knew how to dance, and I mean, nobody was going in a circle because that's what I was used to. Right? Everybody was just in play, but they, I mean, it just—it was so—it was like a fantasy because everybody knew what they were doing, and all these women, and they were, it was really nice inside. Um, no. We won't talk about no. it, Crystal. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from what was that movie? Dance with you. Yeah, it was right? kind of like that. They, all, like they walk in and they're yes. all doing their stuff. Yes. You're thinking making... about Dance with Me, and I was thinking about uh, the Mask with Jim Carrey, where they go to the oh, bar. <laughs> Is that not the same? He's like, Chuck. no, no. <laughs> that's why you're here, Ruby. Because that's that's all I got. But for, but for some reason, people say salsa, and it's like. Uh -huh. Everybody's like, Ruby, you did salsa, Ruby? <laughs> you can't see this, but we're, we're shaking. We're shaking. Shimmy shaking, shimmy shaking the shoulders. There's a lot of shaking going on like, right now. I don't know why that's the universe. It's like, if, if you don't know what shimmying is, it's like, it looks like when you're uh, trying to dry yourself off with a towel when you get out of the shower, you're just like... <laughs> Maybe it's I don't know why. Everybody thinks oh, that that's it. This isn't it? it. This is not it? it? No. Oh, my God. That's, I don't know why. This is not salsa. <laughs> this is not salsa. You need a shirt that has like somebody standing like this, and you're like, this is not salsa. Please don't come out and be like, where's your towel? Where's your towel? But I don't know why. People always ask me, so you salsa, Ruby? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. What kind of salsa are you doing? <laughs> So, needless to say, um, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing compared to these people. But for some reason, I remember a couple guys asking me to dance. And it just came so – I don't want to say natural, but it just seemed natural. Like, it was like – and I remember telling my mom, and she was like, oh, santo sangre. You know, like, it's mm -hmm, in the blood. Mm -hmm. And then that was, like, the beginning of just – So, it all started at Club Cristal. Yes. Wow. And I had a lot of a lot of guys just basically especially there at that time. Man, there wasn't a lot of places in Houston to salsa and um unless you were like in that culture and it was like and you were good. And so it was it was intimidating because every Friday I would go or every weekend I would try to go and and little by little I started losing friends because they were like, Girl, relax with the salsa. Like you need to calm down. I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna go salsa. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. Can we just go to a bar? Like, <laughs> <They're> like calm <laughs> down. And um, so yeah, people people there wanted you to be able to know how to salsa. Like they it wasn't like mm -hmm. intro class. You know what I mean? It was intimidating. And little by little, I started learning and then going. But the problem is that all the clubs at that time were like a little sketchy. Mm. So. Interesting back in the day. So it was, a, it was a risk you were taking every time you went. <laughs> you were like, damn, I'm just trying to salsa. I just want to, I just want to shimmy. <laughs> I don't want to be scared. I'm all shimmy looking back. <laughs> what, was the, 
was that? I can I can see Ruby at the club. Like, what was that? What was that? Ooh, ooh, spin me that way. Spin me that way. Spin me that way. I just imagine yeah. you like going in like in all these circles around. Oh my god. And then little by little, um, that's when I ended up. So I was always a little different than it, I would say. Then a lot of the salseros and salseras because I had the little north side in me. So then I wanted to create a group. And it was interesting because my group used to do salsa and hip hop. Mm. Right? It was really weird <laughs> back then. Man, Not I think so I would have now. <laughs> I think you would have. I'd be like, mm, mm, I don't know. Tail dance, tail dance. Start the lawnmower. I don't know, man. I would have figured That's it out. Niche. That's your niche. I think Ruby has found it. Forget this podcasting. I have got to join either a break dancing crew. Hey, baby or, girl, right? Uh huh. Girl, baby girl. Yes. Either a break dancing. Hey, or... you're listening, baby girl. Check out these. Now moves. you know I have an event called Breaking Salsa. Oh, what? It's not here in Houston, but y'all probably want to be like the first publicly to know we're bringing Breaking Salsa to Houston in 2020. Oh, because we've had it only in Austin. <laughs> oh, we gotta have it here. Explain yeah. it. What is it? Um, Breaking Salsa. So it's like. It's, we're bringing break dancers and salsa together. So in order for you to compete, you have to do both. Ooh. Oh, cool. <laughs> you better get it all right. So well, shout out to Romeo because Romeo from B-Boy City, we partnered up to do this event cool. a few years ago. So, shout out. So you were at, at Club Crystal. Yeah. And then you were like, okay, it's getting a little bit sketchy. Yeah. Let me start my own thing. And there was a lot of dance groups at the time. And, you know, there wasn't nothing that fit what I wanted to mm-hmm. do. You know, and because they wanted the girls to be on like a little sexy. Nothing wrong with that. They yeah. Wanted the gr- I was like, that is not me. Don't put me in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Nobody put me in your salsa box. Ruby in the corner. Nice. Nobody <laughs> puts Ruby in the corner. That's another shirt idea. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. I'm leaving here. Where's my notes? <laughs> You're going to be leaving with stacks and stacks of notes. Okay. Um, And then eventually... Doing that for a couple of years, I was like, man, I want to do events because a lot of the events also going back to the same kind of train of thought. It was like, man, a lot of these events, it's like what you said earlier, like if you want to do something, just create it, create what you want to see. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do events. And so I wanted to do something small and I went to the New York Salsa Congress. I had to go to a conference. It was kind of really off track, but it has everything to do with this. Have you ever read the, uh, the book, The Alchemist? Mm. I think I started it. And typical me, because I have the attention span of like a squirrel, I ended up in like maybe chapter four. Oh, I have to <laughs> but I know what it's book. about. <laughs> no, it's powerful if you finish If you finish it. Yeah. See, this is why I haven't reached my success. <laughs> you see what I mean? You it's see, all about follow through. Yeah, follow through. Follow Ruby's through. like, yeah. if you don't finish yeah. the book, how can you get yeah. through the journey? <laughs> I feel like Ruby is saving me today. That is what's happening. You're getting like life coaches. Yeah. Getting today. life coaches today. <laughs> yes, she's a shimmier, a salsa dancer, life coach, a life coach. Life. You heard it here first. I'm, I like That's it. That's what my friends always tell me. They're like, "Oh, Ruby, you're like like a madre. You're like, no matter where you're at, you're like, help me." <laughs> Always have like a group of people. That's what you need to do. First, you got to read the Alchemist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, really, you really do need to read it because somebody was trying to give it to, to me, and I love books. And I remember going to her, and it's, it was slow. That's what it ended up being. It's like it's kind of starts slow. So I'll give you that. And I was like, eh. And then I was like, finally going. You know what? I want to read it. And then every bookstore didn't have it, and everywhere I was going, they were like. And it was on a, it was like a Saturday and I'm like, 
already had gone to three bookstores. And they're like, yeah, it's a pop. It's a re-. Everybody was like the same. They were like, they tilt their head. You really need to read this book. And I'm like, I'm going to buy this book. So I ended up finding it that day later on, like the fourth or fifth bookstore. And I just read it in like two days. Mm. And it's it's a book that I always keep going back to. But having read the book, uh, I realized like there is no coincidences, you know, like, so I went, I got asked to do this conference. It was in New York. And the way it was set up, they were like, oh, we want you to go visit some universities while you're there. And so they booked it like on a Thursday and then I didn't leave until that Tuesday. So I had the whole weekend free and I had some friends that were like, yeah, we're going to the New York Salsa Congress. And I was like, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I kind of feel bad now that I said this because I said, what, y'all, are they go voting on Congress? They're voting on salsa issues. <laughs> and, of course. I don't know. I was like, they were like, no, Ruby, you need to come. So I go and I had no idea. So the concept of a salsa Congress is basically like a conference, like a three to four day weekend, right? The first one who ever had it was Puerto Rico. And I think they just had their 20th anniversary. Oh, wow. So they they started the actual model. So the New York Salsa Congress, I go to it and I'm just like my life was changed. I was like, I had no idea. You felt happened. like that was where you needed to be. Oh, my you goodness. Were- and I wanted, I wanted Texas to have something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, my, I didn't know anything. And I also wasn't really, I say this because I wasn't really much accepted within the salsa world because I wasn't like I, in their eyes I'm like I never felt Mexican enough sometimes you know what I'm get what I'm saying and then like in this world they were like well you're not Puerto Rican enough because you know you didn't grow up from the island and I speak Spanish more like north side mm-hmm. like Mexican English you know what I mean Spanglish you know English, yeah and so I was always in between worlds and so I decided that I was like you know what I really want to do this and yeah you know, I met the promoter, David Melendez, and he was like, well, why don't y'all have one in Texas? And I was like, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know the scene that well. So he was like, well, keep up with the scene, just like any great businessman, businesswoman, entrepreneur. He's like, go out there, see what the pulse is, go go work on little events. And then, you know, so we go to an event in New Orleans and he's there, I'm there. And it's like all of Texas is there. And he's like, Ollie, I drove here. He's like, how far is it? Like six miles, six, you know, not six miles. It's like six hours. He's like, oh, y'all need to have y'all's own event. He's like, wasting gas. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all crazy. So he said, go throw an event. And then if I like your style, I'm like, we'll work well. Then we'll do, we'll consider having this Congress here. Oh, how exciting. So I threw a couple events. He came down in 2003, 2004. And, um, that was a long time ago. Yeah. And we did this event. He's like, I love it. He's like, all right, let's have the Texas House of Congress. Oh, so we announced it that last night. He gets on stage and he's like, in, in 2000 or whatever, we're going to have the Texas House of Congress in March and whatever. And I was like, ah. Now it's it real. Now it's real. <laughs> like, and it was real. And the crazy part of it is, this is where I am. I will toot my own horn <laughs> because I'm the only woman in the entire United States that fully owns our own Congress. Oh. Like, right. Yeah. I just thought that's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And so, like, there's other women either that own it with, like, a board or their husbands or, like, you know. But so we did it for for the first two years, and he was in remission. And when the cancer came back, he ended up passing away right before the 
technically 2007 Congress. It was mm-hmm. like February. And I remember telling my friends, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have it. I don't, I'm going to think this will be the last one. And they were like, why? And I was like, because he, like, he was my mentor. He took like the one that like established everything. I don't think I can do this on my own. And he had like amazing angels like Edwin and John Jay and other people that were like, no, you need to keep doing this and you need to keep having this event. And then it just was like, again, like going back to the alchemist, it just seemed like doors kept opening for me. And then that's when like, even the year before that, the aquarium reached out to me and they reached out to me because they wanted to do a one-time event. Mm. Oh, how long ago was that? That was in 2006. They were like, we wanted, and it was more like, it was a really weird concept back. They were like, the, the, the property manager at the time was like, we want to do this thing and blah, blah, blah. And they were in between what to do. And I was like, you want you have a sauce tonight. You know, you need to do this and whatever, whatever. And then he was like, all right, we'll try it. And he was very reluctant. I remember like he, I could see it in his eyes. He was just like, well, we'll just try it. We'll just try it for a couple of Fridays and see what happens. And then that was in 2006. That's so cool. So that's kind of <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm just, I need to read The Alchemist. <laughs> Yeah. Where are all of my doors? I feel like all of my doors are shut. You know what I you mean? Really do. Like they're boarded. <laughs> they're, they're like not even just shut. They're boarded up. I need somebody to help me out. Come over yeah. with a hammer. Wow. <laughs> I mean, do you find that that's... Or go that, to Office Depot. Or go to Office Depot. I go somewhere. <laughs> I do find that uh, from, from interviewing different guests that we've had here, I think that success is definitely... Um, not only your perseverance, but most definitely yeah. the people that mm-hmm. that either pave the way for you or walk down that road with you yeah. and help you out. Um, and it's I think it's a great thing that you stuck with it and that you continue to do it because now I'm sure there's other people who yeah. who depend on you to you know do what he did for you. Well, I'm excited because I've seen a lot of a lot of youth grow up. So I've I've had dancers like if you've ever google them they're like junior and emily they came to one of the first texas salsa congresses and there were kids she was like 14 he was 16 and now i'm like eight time world salsa champions and like they're like (laughs) wow so you see and then even from houston's perspective you see so many youth that have come from the very beginning and like they're now they're traveling now they're instructors and one of my friends um they know her Lindsay, but she's like viral. Like she's like a social media. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard La Rubia. If not, you need to follow her. She's, she's really outspoken, amazing, but she's from New Orleans. And I remember mm. she came to the first Texas Salsa Congress and she was like, you know what? One day I'm going to have one. And they just had their first there you uh, go. New Orleans nice. uh, Salsa Festival. Keep it nice. nice. Those so that it's are, good. Yeah. It's great to see, you know. Those that get inspired, inspire yeah, others, and yeah. just keeps on going. Full yeah. circle. That's really, really cool. So I'm glad David came in my life. Because, well, I'm, you know, again, going back and thinking, like, I was upset with my job. They didn't even ask me. That was a crazy thing. They were like, we booked you for this conference. And you know, you're going to be in New York. And I was like, thanks for asking if I'm free. Because I'm going to New York. <laughs> but I'm like, now I, I, I try not to fight when things happen. Like now I'm like, oh, that's probably a reason. So, yeah. I love that. Just I keep, get a book. Just keep, I got to get the book. Right. You gotta <laughs> I got to get the book. So uh, tell us about Latin Beats because I will admit. You've never been. I've never been. But let me tell you why. You saw my moves. <laughs> you saw my shimmy. I mean, you have You potential. saw my chow. <laughs> See, she said I have potential. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you see that awkward person. Because she said, you said that, the hip-hop part where she got all uh-huh. into it. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> it's all in the shoulders. With, okay? that, with that overbite. 
the white man overbite. <laughs> I just start dancing closer to people. Usually the crowd starts to go no. further away as I approach, <laughs> but it's fine. But they're giving you space. That's respect. That, see? You're like, wow, her moves are so exactly. good. Like, we got to give her some her more own. room. It's all about perspective, baby. Exactly. All about perspective. Exactly. <laughs> but I will say that I've seen the billboards for Latin yes. Beats. Uh, I just, for me, I just have to say, before we talk about how amazing the event is and everything that you can do um, and experience there, how did you feel once you saw that billboard up? I mean, you had the Texas Salsa mm-hmm. Congress, um, and then it gets to, it continues growing. Now mm-hmm. you're doing the Latin Beats in downtown. Um, do you feel like that was like your first big sign of success that you were doing it? Or was that just another additional, like, uh, big moment in, in what it your career has been? I think it's in terms of credibility to the public. That's, that gives you somewhat credibility because people are like, oh, you know, and I have friends and family and people who shot pictures of it and send it to me. They're like, oh, you made it. You know, <laughs> just like, I look at a lot of the moments that I've had that are like behind the scenes right. or like those like pivotal situations where, I mean, I've had, I don't even get emotional, but I've had students, not students, but I've had dancers tell me like, They've been in a really dark place, and I had one one mom say, like, my son was close to suicide mm-hmm. because she had read um, letters. Mm-hmm. And she's like, once he started getting into Sadasan, once he started going to do events and started performing, she's like, he's it's a nine-day situation. Those are, like, those are the moments that right. are beyond the billboards. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. when the billboards are another level because it, it takes this – to walks of life that probably wouldn't know about Latin beats. Mm-hmm. And like, and I say this cause I feel like I'm always saying Oprah stuff on my Instagram, but we live in a crazy world right now. You turn on the TV, you watch the news. I mean, it could depress anybody, right? Either depresses you or pisses you off, right? Mm-hmm. And and let me know if I'm supposed to cuss. Cause sometimes oh, I find out. Okay. You can. <laughs> you free, you free here, girl. Cool. Aside from the library, I like to cuss. <laughs> I like to cuss in the library, so it's fine. Everybody has to have advice, and that's mine. Um, but, yeah, you can get really pissed off and depressed about, like, where the world's coming at and stuff. And it's those moments that I'm like, this is humanity. This is – we have people from, like, all walks of life. Like, you could tell. And they're, like, dancing. Like, last week was funny. I don't, I don't know his name. But he was one of the guys from Ninja... What's that show? Ninja Warrior? Yeah, it was a Ninja Warrior there. Oh, wow. We're taking the salsa class. <laughs> I told you we should have gone. Yeah. Parkour. <laughs> That's awesome. And he was... I, I told uh, Darnell, I was like, oh, my God, he's asking... He didn't care who he danced with. Like, legitimate. Like, he was, like, legit asking, like... Like older, there was an older lady in the corner, and he went over there. He's like, he saw a dancing <laughs> with her, and then he was like, "This lady," and then, I mean, he You're was in next, a, Ruby. He was on a he was in a circle <laughs> with everybody. It was like, and I just those are the moments that I'm like, oh, this is beautiful, you know, better than yeah. before. That that yeah. that seems like the most rewarding part. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people can be like, "I saw yeah. your billboard," but yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, to see that that intrinsic. Just, but the billboards help that because if not, right, people wouldn't know except. Maybe people who like salsa, mm-hmm. but I and then you'll end up having people that are like there for dinner, and I I see them walking by and they're all like walking by or they got the little shark and they're like <laughs> they're like what's happening over here yeah. and then we're like come on 
out, you know, and like come join the class. And they had no idea that this was happening in Houston. So for those that don't know, could you um, just give us a little bit of info about what exactly Latin Beats is and what so they can experience? It's seasonal. It's a seasonal event. It's from seven. It starts at 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. And we start normally like in May. And last year we started a little bit later because of Harvey. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that, you know, the aquarium took a hit, you know, in terms of some of the property with mm-hmm. Harvey because it's right next to the bayou. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started in June, but it always starts around May and it always ends in August when, I mean, let's be honest, like it needs to end in August. Like it's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> At night, thank goodness the sun goes down and it's cooler and we have fans everywhere. Like the fans are all over the dance floor on the property. So it's like always circulating air. And you'll be, you'll be doing so many turns. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> and there's paletas there. We sell paletas and a lot so you, of cold drinks. And so you, everybody can be happy. They have their drinks. Yeah. It's free. And, then, and it's free. And it's open to all ages. I mean, it's... Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I've seen parents come. And they got their strollers next to them. And they're just like, Mommy and Daddy are going to dance. And they're like, shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are in the in the stroller just shimmy 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 shimmy. I love that. It's it's pretty cool. I've been um and I was gonna tell you Luce, uh you, the the moves. She teaches you all the moves. Oh, I don't know about all the moves. Well, I she, gotta keep some from myself. But she Ruby will stand right there and teach you like yes. you know. So every, they don't you don't just have the music going. and people yeah. just jump in. So we start and I think it's always like a high school dance in the beginning. So at seven o'clock when you get there, everybody's standing. Every, no, everybody's just like. Looking at each other, standing around. I'll be behind a palm tree, like, <laughs> like lurking, lurking. lurking. So then we end up having the class, and then it's because it's you don't have to have like a partner, and it's like then all of a sudden everybody jumps in, and it's so funny to see like after the class that everybody's dancing with everybody. But it always takes the salsa class to get everybody going mm. out there. If not, everybody's just standing there, like I don't want to ask everybody to dance. So what what is uh for you the hardest part so far with the promotion of this because like yeah. you said the the benefits you know seeing all these people be happy mm-hmm. and bringing people humanity and just mm-hmm. the best of people with dancing and just being free and whatnot but like you said the billboards is what you know yeah, brings them in helps. and I'm sure that's really difficult is the promotion yeah I mean I think um well. I want to say Latin Beats is actually not as difficult because it's almost, it, it's like a staple, mm. like around, it's funny because I have a, I have a, a Facebook page dedicated just for Latin Beats and like right when the springtime comes, people start writing, when's it start, blah, blah. Um, I, and then of course, I want to say like just social media has grown so much. So I think, and then word of mouth mm. and we have it on Eventbrite. So I think it's, it's, that's probably one of the easier events to throw because people just kind of expect it and people are just waiting. I think people, it's in the fall when people are like, Hey, is that like every Friday, by the way, my phone, just random people call. Is this land beads? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just say I tell my can't lend me. Yeah, yeah sure. Let me uh, let me transfer your call. <laughs> you pretend you're the receptionist, yeah, yeah. then you're like, hey, it's Ruby here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, how did you? So this is we're talking Latin beats in downtown Houston mm-hmm. at the aquarium. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did it branch off and or how did it expand into uh, Kima? Kima? Yeah. Well, because they started. It, well, it was. 
kind of several different ways. They were already, Kima was already doing a lot of stuff. Kima does like rock the dock and they do like car shows. Car and stuff shows. Like that. I mean, they got a lot of stuff going on that property like all year long. They have a dope Dia de los Muertos celebration too. Really? Like, yeah. Not you know never, that. yeah, they'll have like Aztec dancers and fire dancers and they have, um, what? they played, um, the movie, um, uh, oh, work with me here. Coco? Coco. Oh, okay. <laughs> they played it for free. Like, so they do a lot of stuff all year long. Mm. I think for them, it's like getting people from Houston to know what's happening over there because mm-hmm. they have their own little enclave, like people that go from there from Clear Lake and all that area. So they started seeing, um, what was happening at Land because Landry's is, well, it's, it's a Landry's property. Mm-hmm. And so they reached out to me a few years ago and they said, Hey, we want to have salsa beets. And I was like, all right. So it was a one time event. And then now we've gone from the one-time event to, like, July. All of July and most of August. Nice. On Sundays. Salsa Sundays. Mm-hmm. Salsa yes. Sundays. A salsa going around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's so get that workout on. Friday bro. and then <laughs> Sunday. So that's yeah. what you So then every Friday. In, oh, no. That's what you said in July and August. So during that time, you're going, like, you have the yes. Friday beats here. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, you'll go over there and do yes. the same thing out there. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, I'm assuming you just I just chill. I'm at the library. At the library. <laughs> Cussing at the library. That's what Ruby's doing. I'm reading the Alchemist. Yeah. One more time. Yeah. Keep it going. Just <laughs> gotta keep it going. So before uh, before we wrap this up and sh- I, we shimmy all the way yes. out, I guess. Um, what's one I guess uh, parting statement that you wanna? give to our listeners, whether it be about an event or maybe for somebody mm-hmm. that's had that mentality that that um, you had years ago where you had this mm-hmm. idea or this project that you wanted to mm-hmm. see, what would you tell them? Well, I mean, there's just so much to say because I think the Houston we are today versus the Houston we were then, I mean, I always used to say like, oh, I love Austin. I want to go back. And it's not that I don't love Austin, but I think Houston is like – I love Houston. That's right. I mean, mm-hmm. and, I know that's right. <laughs> and I really do believe that, like, Houston, I don't, I don't think in terms of art, culture, we always get, like, the the reputation that we need to have. Like, going back to what you were saying earlier about everybody thinks, like, we're in horses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of embrace that because when I'm trying to sell the Texas Salsa Congress to other people like New York, whatever, I'm like, yeah. So you'll see like a lot of my stuff with like hay and things like that because I'm like, yeah, come. And plus we're during the rodeo. Too. Oh, well, yeah. Ah, so, sweet. <laughs> so I was like, you know, come on here. And um, so I think I try to stay in that mentality. So it's a very good question that you pose because the same mentality that I had then to like branch out and do something i think as we get older we tend to be more conservative and we're like, ah. or we think life happens and i hear that often like oh life happens or how do you do this stuff for me and i think everybody can do anything they want to do i mean you really can't <laughs> sounding like a life coach now <laughs> you can do this you i'm feeling good though right now ruby said it <laughs> I'm like filled up. I'm all Ruby. Up. Ruby just told you she can teach you how to dance. She can teach you how to live. Exactly. <laughs> Come to Ruby. But I say that because I know that there was even periods of like, you've got to stay creative. You've got to stay inspired. You're talking about like inspiring other people, but you've got to find other ways to get inspired. And I remember, like, I'll go somewhere. Like, I went to Edison. You know where Edison's at? Yeah. I was um, at Edison. Patton. Yeah, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. 
So there's north side's changing, you know. Yeah, that's a new little spot right there. And that's a totally different, not what we're used to patting being. Yeah. So I went up to the owner, well, the manager, and I was like, uh, you open to have salsa here? Oh, so I'm yeah. starting salsa uh-huh. in a few weeks. No way. Yes. In my hood. In your hood. <laughs> July. Cool. What was it? The, what's the third? What's the third weekend of July? So we can, I have, I don't have the flyers yet. I'm doing that. One, two, three. The, the 20th. 20th. The 20th, we'll have a live band play salsa there in the north go. side. There you go. I am putting it so in that, the calendar. So that, hopefully that kind of <laughs> answers your question that I, I try to, I try to find that still in me. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to find it. Um, there was like this thing that I saw um, on Instagram and it talked about a lot of times people try to branch off to like mentors um, that are above them. But I think sometimes it's like you're missing the people that are like, that are in there with you, mm-hmm. like trying to come up and you're just like, what can we do to collaborate to get, you know, to the right. next level? And that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to strive to do because I'm just like, land beats, that's great. But I'm, I don't want to, I don't ever want to just stay there. Cause I think for a few years I was just doing land beats and salsa Sundays and I just, I didn't grow. Like I just kind of stayed doing that. And then the Congress itself, having the quinceanera this past year, I was like, okay, what can I do for the next I don't want to say 15 years, but what can I do for the next few years that for God, whatever God gives me to, to make it even different. And like, so that's where I've been at least like recently trying to pose those questions mm-hmm. to myself. Like, what am I going to do in March to like, to, to leave people better than I found them. Stay you know? creative. Yeah. Continue growing. Yeah. I like it. I love it. <laughs> and finding like just passionate people. Because it just happens when you're around passionate people and everybody, it's just, it just naturally, it's or it happens yeah. organically. Yeah, Luz and I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how, you know, but. You, you got a vibe, you got a vibe with people that, um, have the same interests as you. Did you say get yeah. a vibe? No, I said, Uh-oh. I said vibe, but okay. <laughs> no, you got a vibe. <laughs> All right. It's a t-shirt too, right? Get, get a vibe. vibe. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay. okay. She like, said it. I like it. Ruby said it. I'm, I'm more the the dork in, in the in the pair here, but you know, it's fine. I'm like whatever. It's like me and my best friend are like that. No worries. Half the time, I'm like, uh, like Natalie will say something. I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Well, thank you so much thank for you. being here with us today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you um, for taking the time. I feel like at this point, if if people after they listen to this, they're going to feel inspired, you so, know, to hopefully pursue what they want to do in their lives and to go shimmy. And get the alchemist. <laughs> get the alchemist. Hey. And read books, period. Read. Everybody read a book. Please. Go to the library. <laughs> read a book. Go sit out at the library. It's go sit good. at the well, library. Thank you guys for doing this. This is like the next, this is like the next thing. I mean, everybody's listening. I mean, I don't know. I'm always listening to podcasts. Hey, we're yeah. hope, we're hoping you know everybody's listening to. What is your goal? Like, what is your goal to do this podcast at? My goal is uh, to grow creatively to the point where I don't have to do my day job anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I've uh, when I, I was just telling, it's funny I was telling Natalie earlier. Um, I said I remember when I was in in middle school and specifically, especially in high school, I wanted mm-hmm. to be a reporter or mm-hmm. journalist. And I remember going to the Houston Chronicle, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. I love picking people's brains and asking mm-hmm. them questions. And and I think that also came from 
wanting to be inspired by good in the world because there was always such negativity and I wanted to find those that were doing good things and asking Mm -hmm. them, how did you get here? How do you persevere Mm -hmm. despite, you know, everything that goes on? Um, So for me, I would love to do that for other people is to help them out and help them seek something better than what they're doing, something greater than what they're doing. That's amazing. Yeah. She has an amazing answer. I don't even have a great answer. I just wanted to meet new people and uh, stop being so damn shy. I don't know. (laughs) I have like a, like a natural tendency to be like, shy now but a lot of people don't know i'm actually an introvert really yeah that's why i'm at at latin beats i'm usually in the corner no like really am i really i put myself in the corner (laughs) ruby don't don't put ruby in the corner she'll put herself in the corner but don't you dare try to put ruby in a corner and it's just because it's a lot of people sometimes yeah it can be a lot it can be a lot you know, yeah. but that, but that but passion good, keeps good you going. Good for you for trying, <laughs> trying to that. step out. I guess. Well, that's. I mean, you went. You've gone to Land Beats a couple yeah. of times. Or yeah, one we time? went. Um, it was a few times. Um, I actually I went once and then I took my mom mm-hmm. the next. And you want a shirt? Yeah, I want a shirt one time. It was last year, uh-huh. so you don't need that one. Hey, 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 hands off my <laughs> I shirt, remember. girl. <laughs> I remember. And you gave me. You were telling me about the card. Didn't you have a card? Uh, no, no, no. Like, I was, I think I was showing you my Instagram. Yeah. We were, we were doing, uh. Um, I took a picture of it. Yeah, it was yeah. for, it was the Houston-ish. I, I, yeah. I put it up for the, we had just yeah. started the podcast. I remember. We were just starting. So. That's why I thought it was, like, kind of cool. It was full circle. Yeah, you, yeah. And then you reached out to me. Plus, I know you guys had baby girl here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> it's that interesting, like, creative uh, tree it just keeps growing all these different branches, you know? And that's what's mm-hmm. cool about this whole podcast thing, too. I mean, we're just, we're meeting all kinds of cool-ass mm-hmm. people. And it's like, this is tight. <laughs> yeah, I've known her for a minute already. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And then, but again, we're doing Breaking Salsa for a while. Th- there you and- go. Which I oh, hope oh, that I oh, think oh. I think that's your oh, niche. Loose, I think loose, I think that's what you loose. should do. Oh, 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 I think oh. that you can do it. You can start now. Start you Frankenstein. I mean, you already know baby girl, so I mean, she can partner you up with. Well, somebody. she was, she almost jumped into a cipher the last time she was at the um, the hip hop vintage. I would just started going in circles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the whole crowd would have been like, Isn't that such a cool? I mean, shout out to her and that that event too. That's kind of that's yeah, amazing. right. Isn't that so dope? Like you're just like it's downtown. It's right in downtown. There's all this stuff around, all the, the graffiti around, and then boom, all this cool merch, and oh, it's just super cool. Yeah, <laughs> go go over there uh, first Sunday of the month, right? Yes, and then go to Latin Beats yeah. Friday Fridays at seven p.m. Uh, strap on oh, your dancing shoes. The last Friday of the month, we always have a live band. Ooh. So next, oh, okay. not this Friday, next Friday we have a live band. Nice. Sweet. And then we have Edison, which I hope you're going to go. Yeah. You said this by you? Yeah. Sort of? Yeah. And I have a friend who lives down the street, too. We like okay. to go there for uh, wine. On Wednesdays? For wine on Wednesday, yep. I haven't gone yet. But so that 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 fr- that Saturday, I'm going to start off the night with Sip and Salsa. Oh, what? So we're, salsa, where's that? There, it is. Oh, it's still there? Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to do, <laughs> we're going to do some drink specials first. Uh-huh. During my sip and salsa. You had me at drink specials. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to go into a salsa class. Ooh. And then we go into live music there at Edison. That's badass. Are and they going to open up like the inside? Like the entire the... insides? No, it's just going to Gonna what is open. Edison? Because I'm telling you right now, I have no idea what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Edison Middle School. <laughs> oh, no. Girl, girl, girl what? I'm no. so glad you you did not leave. <laughs> she was going to end up at the middle school. I was like, hold up. Why is the gate closed? You <laughs> guys shimmying at, shimmy at the school. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Edison. <laughs> Why are these kids running? I need, like, I mean... Okay, I'm glad that we we're clarifying that. So it's a bar. Like, it's a uh, bar. We, on got, we got somebody in the front. 
Okay. It's in the Can north you? side uh, yeah. off of Edison and Patton Street. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So hopefully we'll see you there. Yeah. So you got yeah. Edison. And you too. You got Latin, uh, Latin Beats. Latin Beats. Salsa Sundays Akima. Salsa Sundays Akima. And then the big, the Sweet 16 will be in March. Sweet 16 in March. For the Texas Salsa Congress. Congress. And that's a, that's huge, guys. If you've never been, it's three days. Well, it's really four days. I'm not even going to lie. It starts, so it's just imagine people from every walk of life, culture, from different cities, international, come here to Houston. And this year, I welcomed them with the Mambo mural thing mm. with Gonzo. And so we did a bus tour around Houston. Oh, cool. Fun. And um, they got to know Houston that way. And then they danced. They have a show around 9 o'clock at night. And then they dance till five in the morning. Ooh, and the wow. next day, it's workshops to learn how to dance. And mm. then they dance. It's a show. And then they dance till five o'clock in the morning. And then you just do it one more time. And oh my everybody goodness. goes back to the airport or the cars and they just be- passes out. <laughs> yeah. Man. So y'all need to come to that. Yeah. Like, sounds in like a March. Mm-hmm. And we're going to definitely post all these great events that are coming up and yeah. let all yep. of our listeners yep. know about all the good stuff. Uh, that they can go to and attend. Yeah, right on. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. And now your weekly dose. I got a little bit of weird, funny news. Um, I don't know if you saw something on TV the other day. It was about a lady who was driving down I-45, and she had this giant bear, um, like a stuffed bear, strapped to the back of her car. Oh, uh, maybe it was somebody's birthday. I, well, it was cool because it's like ginormous. It's one of those huge bears, you know, and then it had like tie straps and, you know, like it. they... She tied it down pretty good, you know, so that it wouldn't uh, fly off the freeway or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people were taking pictures of it and videos because there's just this giant bear, like, hanging off the side, <laughs> off the back of it. I think it was, like, a Toyota Corolla or something, dude. It was, like, a small car. I would love to know, like, uh, where she was headed. <laughs> she, uh, well, there's a uh, there was a follow-up story to it. So people, you know, Houston, when stuff travels, it yeah. travels fast, right? So then right after that, they were like... Who is this lady? We've got to find her. I don't know if they followed her. I don't know what the hell happened, but um, they found her. Her name was uh, her name is Bessie. Mm. Uh, the bear's name is Teddy. Okay, uh, and uh, Bessie was moving to Houston. Uh, what for- a way to come into the city! <laughs> I forgot where she's moving from, but yeah, she was moving into Houston. So she was saying, she said, "Man, I needed to bring my teddy bear. It wouldn't fit in the car, so I had to strap it on the back." But don't worry. I didn't cover the um the the left and the right light um the blinkers. mirrors the blinkers oh the blinkers yeah so she was saying hey I could still you know people could still see my uh, I don't I don't get why uh, what was her name Bessie <laughs> yeah I don't know why Bessie felt the need to bring an enormous teddy bear with her from wherever she was coming from <laughs> I would be more curious about the sentimental value <laughs> of that bear. <laughs> I also want to know why, you know, <laughs> just in general, why, why the bear, what's in the bear, is there stuff in the bear? Dude, some people are saying that too. They're saying, oh, there's drugs. Or, there's got to oh, be something in that bear. There's a dead body in there. I don't or... know about that, but there's got to be something in that. <laughs> I would, I would question Bessie. I would question old Bessie a little bit further than just asking her about how cute her bear is and all that stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got for the news for this week. Uh, Luce, anything on the history? Nice town. In history, June 27th was recorded by DJ Screw uh, back in 1996. And uh, one thing that I want to point out is that a lot of individuals think that that day is commemorated to uh, remember the day he was born or even the day he was passed. But no, it's to commemorate simply that 
uh, his, I don't want to call it a song because it's not really like, I mean, yes, it is a song, but what would be the more appropriate term? Freestyle. Freestyle. June 27th. Um, and that's all I got for history for this week. All right. Pretty, um, pretty fast. I didn't even have a chance to put on my monocle today. <laughs> I love that song. It's a classic. H-Town classic. You gotta right listen there. to it. Yeah. The only reason they named it June 27th was because it was somebody else's birthday. And all the guys got together. Uh, was it Demo? Uh, they all got together and uh, did his... We, we kind of talked a little bit about this. I'm trying to remember. This is bringing me deja vu. I think it was last year. Probably. With uh, Mario, I think. Not uh, not my husband, but my sister's husband. Um, with Houston Films and Productions. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> and then for events, we have have a couple of things that you can check out. The 6th Annual Whiskey Festival is happening from 6 to 10 p.m. at the Ballroom at Bayou Place. Uh, $65 will get you entry, drinks, and a buffet of hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres? I guess you can call it finger foods or whatever. Um, also, if you want to go to the theater, which, believe it or not, Houston is also known for, Aladdin is playing at the Hobby Center. Um, could be a whole new world for you. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not really your jam and you want to go check something else in Houston, the Black Sabbath Tribute Band is playing at the House of Blues. So there's lots of different things going on. And if you're like, well, I need more deets, google.com and then enter Aladdin <laughs> at the Hobby Center or Black Sabbath at the House of Blues or Whiskey Festival. And that's what's going on in Houston. <laughs> Right on. My my most cynical <laughs> and most informative of uh, <laughs> events going on. And let's not forget uh, Latin Beats. Uh, we had talked to Ruby yes, earlier. Yes, yes, um, yes. So we'd also like to ask you to not forget uh, Friday nights in Don't downtown. Don't forget it. At the aquarium. Uh, get your salsa on. It's free, 7 o'clock to 11 o'clock. You get a little free salsa class, and then you can free salsa dance the night away, right? And then go the home and have salsa and chips. Mm-hmm. And read uh, a nice book, cuddle and up with a good book. Uh, yeah, you can read The Alchemist. None of that paste by Conte sauce, I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but one thing about the Latin beats that we talked about with Ruby, I also want to point out, as we did earlier when we were discussing, um, you know, how it all plays out, you don't have to know how to dance. So don't let that discourage you from going. If anything, this is a perfect place to go learn how to dance because other people spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to try to learn how to dance. What better way to learn but underneath the Houston stars? Twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. That's the sound of the stars, like, moving. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. Sweet, sweet. Well, all righty, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Houston-ish. Review us on iTunes, double tap our Instagram, and high five us when you see us in the streets. Until next time, adios, farewell, peace out, goodbye.